Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, yo. Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Test, 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 test. test, test. Keeps. One, two, three. Me, oh, me. My, oh, my. Can we touch the sky? Can we groove? Can we boogie, yiggy, yiggy? Can we celebrate? Can we go out? This and is dinner? actually perfect. Okay, everyone. So this is Antoinette here. Unfortunately, my better half is not with me this week on the Around the Way Curls podcast. That is because I am joined here with a very special guest uh, that many of you, I'm sure, know um, by the name of Renee Daniela, a.k.a. the Black Marilyn Monroe, a.k.a. (laughs) owned by them on Instagrams and on the interwebs. Renee, say hello. Hi, guys. Here I am with my love, Antoinette. She's just incredible. I'm so glad I could be on the show today. What are we talking about? (laughs) Did you tell them where we are? I feel like you no, did not mention that very special detail. I am going to say that. We are actually in Playa de Carmen. Uh, Mexico. In Mexico. Celebrating Miss Renee's Dirty 30. She rang it in with the Big Bang. I did. We've been here all week celebrating her as she deserves to be celebrated. But <laughs> before we uh, talk to Renee, I just want to say that Renee and I met on a curls cruise. Yes, the, we did. The product line curls by Maisha. Uh, we met on the cruise, Maisha. and I very much remember sitting there with Shanti and Shanti Uh-oh. tapping me. I don't think I ever told you this, but Shanti tapping mm-hmm. me and being like, oh my God, that's owned by them. Because at that point, we didn't Stop. even really know her first name. And she was just like, she, oh my God, look at her. Look at her, Antoinette, look. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. And I was just like, she is all the goals. And so I remember we were like, okay, but before the end of the event, we definitely have to say hi to her. And Renee had the audacity to come up to us and be like, hello, Antoinette and Shanti. We were like, how the do you know who we are? Are you kidding? Because y'all are popping. And she was so sweet. And her energy was just infectious. She was her fabulous self. And I have to say, Renee is someone who, after that event, meeting you really stuck with me. It was like, no, I'm serious. Meeting you really stuck with me because I was like, look at this girl who is so unapologetically herself and who 
is always just grand. Like you walk into a space and you immediately, I'm serious. No, no, it's not, it's not about how you look. It's not about that. It's your energy and how not only, like there's some women that walk into spaces and they're fabulous, but they're intimidating. You walk into a space and you make space for other women to feel great as well. And you really inspire women to just slay and to, like, you know, I think Shanti and I sometimes can really, and we talk about this, we can really kind of sink inward and we can sometimes be like, who are we to, who are we to try to take this fabulous photo? Who are we to this? And it's like, when I am around you specifically, there is no who am I. It's like, oh. I can do this too. Like you give people permission to be their best selves and to feel good and to feel worthy. And that is a real, uh, that's a serious. Thank you so much. That's a serious thing that you do. But anyway, I just needed that's to tell beautiful. you that. That's beautiful. Thank you. That makes me feel so good. You I should because you're doing God's work. I'm okay. doing God's work. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> so Renee, please yeah. tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Everybody looks at your uh, IG and your blogs, your YouTube, and they're like, what does that, she do? Because yeah, we were the like, this. comment. <laughs> did you see what I responded back to that guy? I did. You said some, <laughs> someone commented on my most recent post for my birthday, and they said, what the F do you do? You can curse and on this, well, this podcast. I don't curse in life. Oh, oh okay. So I'm going to spare these well, lovely I listeners. Um, but they asked me what the F do I do, and... I get that question, maybe not so abruptly, but I get that more often than not. Um, so I work in the influencer space. Mm-hmm. For those who are not familiar, a social media influencer, someone who's built an audience online around a topic. For me, it's a bit, very much been around um, things that really help empower women. So accepting natural hair, embracing our natural hair, some tips on styling and taking care of it, as well as encouraging female travel, international travel, and really sharing my tips for my favorite destinations, for ways to travel, to ways to make it more affordable, reasons to travel, like why is it important for us? And honestly, travel for me has always been such a catalyst for my life, for growth, for healing, for um, really understanding and exploring who I am. It's been the journey since I was a child, growing up with a an English mom and an American dad and two military parents mm. meant that I traveled every two to three years kind of growing up, which really gave me an appreciation for adapting to new environments. And so in the way that you say, you know, when to walk into a room and, and say, I am going to walk in here being very confident in myself and being very open and being very welcoming and inviting, that is something I feel like I learned because I was in a new school or a new place, a new space, a new country uh, constantly. So it meant I needed to be that or else I, would, um, I wouldn't have as much of an opportunity to experience the world as I did. Um, And so for me, learning who I was through that process showed me how valuable travel is. Like being pulled out of all these different comfort zones and constantly kind of readapting and being exposed to different cultures and different people and different um, environments and realizing that the values or the priorities or the influences of one community or one space you don't have to accept those or take those on as you navigate into different places and realize that people 
experience the world and value the world and view the world so differently mm. you can go to all these different spaces and, and take the things that you believe in um, adopt the lifestyle habits that you love and adore and and that resonate with you and then you can let go of anything that was causing insecurities or anything that made you think you know growing up in 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 some even going somewhere like Los Angeles where there's a lot of glitz and glam and mm-hmm. and there's and things that can be kind of expensive mm-hmm. and you can have that kind of like Hollywood community. You could go somewhere like that and maybe get a little lost or feel like you have to play a certain role to Keep fit up with in. The Joneses. Mm-hmm. Or you can go there and you can say, I am going to be confident in exactly who I am and I'm going to value my own voice and my own goals and my own dreams and I'm going to work to achieve those things based on my own um, desires and vision for myself. And I'm not going to let somebody else intimidate me or, or somebody else decide what is my value or what is my self-worth. And if you can do that in places like LA, then you can do that in, you know, anywhere around the world. And then what's beautiful is going somewhere like Thailand, you know, that kind of experience taught me I'm spending all day, I'm ashy, I'm in a bikini, <laughs> I don't have time to do my bikini line anymore, like I'm just letting it all hang out, I'm eating all the food, living my best life, and I'm, in, and I'm in literally wearing a sarong and some flip-flops. That cost me 50 cents uh, every single day, and I'm not doing my hair. But by and I did that for 30 days, a little backpacking. And it just, it's so amazing to do that for 30 days and then think back at all the times that you didn't even want to go out because you felt like you weren't dressed the way you were supposed to look to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or you, you know, you didn't want to experience something because you thought, I don't live up to what I'm supposed to supposed to be or look like or act like in this moment, and I'm too insecure. This is something that is, hearing you say that, Mm-hmm. resonates so much with me because I'll be honest something in me and just following you and just building a friendship with you via the interwebs I was always like oh I would love to do x I would love to do z but this is no this is not like any kind of news to the around the way curls community but I've always struggled with I've oscillated between loving my shape mm-hmm. and then also being like man I don't like that angle or I don't know I not not just owning my body yeah. and where I'm at and that would absolutely play be a determining factor in whether or not I was going to take a trip or going to you know, go to this event or X, Y, and Z. And that's why I kept hounding you and being like, where's the next place you're going? Because I want to go. And I was like, I feel good with this girl. I can do this. Do it. And I was just so happy that I was able to make this trip with you. But I'm I mean, I'm so curious because it could have really went the other way for you. Like, and you saying, oh, you've been, every three years you had to up and yeah, uproot yeah. your life. Mm-hmm. You could have internalized that and sunk inward. So yeah. what do you think was the game changer for you in being able to see that challenge and yeah. just own yourself more? Yeah, you know, I think everyone has different influences that really shape them foundationally. And so I will say there's a piece of me that thinks that I am in, naturally inclined to kind of look for the positive. I don't know if certain situations have happened where I, like I, for me, I have to be happy. I have to be jolly. I accept when I am sad or when I'm frustrated or when I'm emotional or when I'm down, but I, I know that life is so 
beautiful and it's so precious and that there is so much more to who we are and what we're supposed to do and where we're going and and that purpose that sense of purpose I know there is so much to it that I can't sit and let something like a bad hair day or my <laughs> trivial you know yeah or I gained some weight or uh you know some a, a guy didn't like me the way I was hoping he was gonna like me or a friend didn't you know honor me and our friendship the way I expected them to, to honor us or that Starbucks wasn't didn't get made the way it was <laughs> the New York City train had delays and I didn't get to where I was going I can't let things like that really hold my spirit down um, when I know and understand that there is so much more that the world has in store for me, for you, for everyone, for what we're doing, and that, that we don't need very much to be happy. Mm. Um, and, Say that and so, again. Say that again. We don't need very much. We don't need so much. We don't need all these things to find happiness. Um, one of the things I've learned most from my travels is that I can laugh the same like that same deep guttural, like carefree, <laughs> I feel so good laughter. I can experience that anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter if I'm on the New York City subway and I'm stuck or if I'm on a beach in luxury and all these different places. So none of that ends up mattering as much as your the place you are in internally. Mm. Like that is your vacation destination. That is your dream. That is your, you know, home is what you are inside. And so that's why I say foundation is key and I, I used to have certain mantras that I grew up saying Ooh. but you know apart from I'll tell you that next but apart from all that I also have parents who are very loving and doting and I attribute so much of my joy in life to them they are goofy and they are silly and I can sneeze and they will celebrate me and be like wow you are so impressive <laughs> <laughs> you are so strong you are so good you are so amazing you are so smart you are so this like they just celebrate so me words and of affirmation me and celebrate me mm. yeah and so for me I'm like there's nothing that I can do wrong in life because I have these people who will love me through any of it. And so I'm like, how wrong can anything be when I have something so much love and love that is so pure and so real and so authentic and so strong? Like, if I have that, then, then there is nothing else that can defeat me. Um, and that really helped me understand how, or helped me learn how to provide that same emotional support for myself. And for other people. I don't think yeah. that you realize you absolutely give that to other people. Like, I, I, I'm serious. Every, every woman here, what, there, was, there were eight of us. Now there's seven. Mm -hmm. And every single woman said the same thing about you. That, I mean, they were all just like, she made, basically, to some, in summary, she makes me feel good. Like, oh, I love that. That's, it's very simple, but it's very, in, in the world that we live in today, Mm -hmm. It's so necessary. It is. It's so necessary. It is so important that we just love on each other. And and like I said, the more I've traveled, the more I've realized so many things do not matter. Mm. Like the brand of anything that you own does not matter. And I do feel very fortunate that I've been able to kind of build this career um, leveraging social media. And I've also gotten into travel hosting and um, I've done some speaking engagements and things like that. So... I've had these, you know, streams of income that have helped me go from, you know, a couple years ago I, was, I had like $15,000 in debt, not including my student loan that I defaulted on mm. and all these things. So like I've kind of, you know, I've, I've done the struggle, I've been there um, and 
to have come out of that, I do look around at my circumstance and, I, and I'm so grateful, but I also 100% understand that none of those things really matter as much as the foundation of love and self-love that I have. And like, nothing means more to me than the relationship with people. Mm. And that's always that I, what I say about anywhere that Lady I travel Libra. to or go to. <laughs> it is, I think it is definitely the Libra in me. Um, but it doesn't matter where I go in the world, the most important part of my experiences are the people that I'm with and the what I learn about and discover about myself in those experiences. It's like sharing moments with other people, learning their stories, learning their life, learning their journey, listening, giving them a space to express themselves, as well as me, the opportunity to learn from what they've done and, and maybe even be inspired by what they've done or take comfort in, in kind of the growth that they've achieved, achieved and understand that like, oh, you know, wow, I can be just as motivated and I can do these things, right. you know, for myself. And, and just to celebrate people. Like, it's just, it's, a, it's beautiful how resilient we all are and how different we all are and how much magic and like how much power we all have. And it feels so good watching other people tap into that for themselves um, because we make our lives so much bigger when we s celebrate who we are and we really tap into who we are. Um, we don't, then we're not like caged in by kind of the material things yes. around us or circumstance. We rise above all of that and we shine. And that's when you really see people motivating, you know, others and inspiring others, you know, is when they really pull themselves above kind of the material things. Um, but my, two of my mantras that I live by, one is perspective is key. And I always say, it doesn't matter. It's, it's however you look at the, at the situation that you're in. You know, like even some of the times on this trip, uh, I'm trying to think of a good scenario to, to give an analogy. But um, there's this travels where I've had flights that are delayed and then I've gotten somewhere and like, you know, somebody can't find my reservation or I can't, you know, a lot of little things will happen back to back to back. And by the end of that, you're almost like, ugh, just exhausted. But at the same time, if you can kind of try, if you can try to pull yourself out of that mood and say, you know what, I feel good. I have my health. I'm going to take a nap or I'm going to, you know, <laughs> let me go get myself a coffee and just take this one moment to kind of send to myself and just change my perspective and not look at myself like I'm struggling through this. Instead, be like, wow, how amazing, you know, is this opportunity that I'm in this new place or that I have the opportunity to sit and get some work done at this cafe because now I'm delayed mm -hmm. or, you know, just just changing your perspective of a situation. If if a guy even the Airbnb even dating, that you wanted yes even the Airbnb available. I wanted it didn't end up working out we had to find another one last minute and instead of me kind of you know feeling defeated about that it was uh, more beneficial to myself that I turn around and say okay well what are the benefits of this new Airbnb and it was that we were in closer proximity to so many things that we wanted to do it saved us a lot of time and, and effort in terms of transportation um, and it just meant that we had the um, that we had the opportunity to enjoy each other's time and energy next to the beach and sunshine. Mm -hmm. It cost less, so we all saved a coin or two. Um, but but yeah, so for me, one number one is perspective is key, and uh, and that especially with men. That was the other thing I was going to say. Men or people, like yeah. people in general. Because I feel like <laughs> for women, I feel especially now that I'm you know I'm hitting thirty. Hello, thirty. <laughs> Now that I'm 30, 
I do understand how much of a journey my 20s were because of the men I dated and the way that I let them influence my life and my like self-worth and and if I could go back to the, the girl in those situations and, and just like shake myself and be like look you dodged a bullet oh, like girl. you are free you have so much to look forward to in life. And there are just so many people in the world. And not that I don't want to be the person who, like, falls whimsically in love and doesn't really value, you know, that idea of, of, of a really strong connection and, like, a unique connection with someone. But I also don't want to be the person who lets something like that define me and who right. I am and where I'm going and what my potential is in life, you know, if, if something like that doesn't work out. And I've definitely been that person. Um, and so even in those situations, like, you have to ground yourself and really think, what, are, what do I value? What's important to me? And, and start with the people who you do value, who, who you love, mm -hmm. and, and start with, you know, what you celebrate about yourself, what accomplishments you're proud of that you've done, um, or what are the things, what are your goals and passions? Like, just remember your vision. Stay centered on where you're going and what you stand for and who you are and why you deserve more than whoever that person was or why you deserve better than whatever that circumstance was offering. Because then that allows you to be like, okay, I'm emotional. I'm sad a little bit. I hurt. I'm hurting about it. But I understand that there is more for me. And so I'm going to make it through and keep moving. And But that's you just really controlling your perspective of situations and always trying to come back to what you can celebrate and what you can find, how you can find the positivity in something. Um, and then my second one is don't play the victim. Ooh. Ooh. That's my favorite. Whenever Ooh. I have, you know, because whenever I have moments where I'm just like, oh, you know, they did this to me or they said that or they hurt me like this. At some point, you just, you can't play the victim anymore. See, you can't. We, we usually end the podcast with the takeaway, but you're hitting us with takeaways all throughout. Don't play the victim. You can't. That was the, that was the hardest one to learn because there's so many times where you want to, you want them to take responsibility yes. for what they've done to you. Yes. And you can't do that in life because you, no one will love you, no one will care for you, no one will stand for you the way you will. No one will fight for your dreams and your vision and your happiness the way you will. And so you have to take responsibility for how much you will take from anyone or any place or anything. Um, and you just can't be the victim anymore. Mm -mm. You don't have time. You do mm -mm. not have time to be the victim for nobody. You can, you know, reflect, sit in, sit in your kind of sorrow, your sadness or your frustrations, accept it, and then you have to let it go. One of my, my friends once when I was going through How my, my worst breakup. Uh, well, so my friend, I was going through my worst breakup, mm -hmm. and she wrote this quote down for me. Um, she wrote it in a card. She was just like, you know, she's like, when I am here for you and I love you, and I'm going to leave you with a quote that... It really helps me. Um, and it, it, it says, let go of thoughts that do not make you strong. And that was it. Every, and that's, you could almost say that was my third mantra. It's literally like, anytime I find myself frustrated about something, I remind myself I have to let go of thoughts that do not make me strong. I have to let go of people, let go of spaces, let go of places, let go of situations that do not make me strong. Because... You can't carry it all with you. You can't. can't It'll gonna weigh lady. you down. You can't, can't be the bad be, lady. Can't do it. Um, and so yeah, for me, like I said, rising rising above any of it, 
always comes down to remembering what I'm grateful for. And that's for life itself and the amazing people and places that I found. And also my own strength. Like at some point you really just have to be so proud of who you are and what you've done and what you stand oh, for. I'm going to cry. Stop, get out of here. But it's true, girl, you really? have to be. You're preaching to me. This is a sermon. It's not even <laughs> Sunday. You have to celebrate. That's what I always say. Like now, it's like my new thing is just gotta celebrate you. The other day, I was so frustrated because I'd, I'd been traveling and I got home and I had so much work to do, and I just kind of sat there staring into an empty space and I was like, I can't do it. And I thought to myself, like, Wow, Renee, you really need to push yourself. You need to do more. And then I thought, you know what? If I was talking to a girlfriend of mine and I was, and they were like, Oh, you know, I'm exhausted, but I have so much to do, I would be like, If you don't take this time to just sit back, relax, and do absolutely nothing mm. because you don't have to get everything done. You will not fail at life because you didn't get X, Y, and Z done today. Mm. And if you do make mistakes on anything, that's the other thing I learned. I'm like, being embarrassed is cool (laughs) and like it happens, but you can't let the idea of, oh my God, I'm going to be so embarrassed because I failed this or I can't do that because who am I to do it or what do I, what would I look like doing that? You can't think like that. Like you just have to go and get embarrassed and fail a few times because when you look back, you will not remember that feeling. You'll remember your accomplishments. you remember the growth. Um, because that feeling, at the end of the day, it's not real. It's one that you put on yourself. It's, it's, a, it's a view that you decided to adopt. And you don't have to. It's a Ooh. thought that you could have mm. let go of, but you, you didn't, but you didn't in that circumstance. So I always say, I'm like, you just got to risk it. Got to risk it. Got to mm. jump. Got to leap. You got to risk it. And you got to try. And you got to just do... The things that you believe in. That's the truth. So that's why you got to send that message, okay? It's an inside joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So let me ask you. Do you... Is there anything that with traveling so much... There's there's two questions, really. Because you told me, what, you were in Bali three times? Mm -hmm. Within, like, what, the last... What what was the span? Month? Month and a half? No, not Bali in the last... Over the last year, I've been to Bali a few times. But just in the last six weeks, I've been... You've been to, to how many I've been in the Caribbean. I was in Barbados, and then I was in Martinique. Then I went to Europe. I was in Croatia. Then I went to Bali. I was in uh, Southeast Asia, and then I went to Morocco. So I was in Northern Good Africa. Lord. Got back and was home for two weeks, and now we're here in You're Mexico here. for a week. Uh, luckily, when I get back, I will be sitting still for a little bit. I've got work that I'm going to focus on and just going to relax in my space. Um, and you're, but I travel. Way, I do travel a ton. The way that you travel is that brands, you partner with brands. and mm-hmm. you show, show me different things. I'm very strategic, and I really, I genuinely believe in manifesting. That's one thing I always promote everyone to do. Like, if you have a vision or an idea, you have to put it out there because if you don't, one, you can't, like, you, you can't let fear of somebody else kind of judging what you want to do or fear of you claiming something and then you not achieving it hold you back from claiming it, from working towards it. Um, because the minute you put it out there and you say, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, I can't tell you how many times I've done that. And literally the next email in my inbox is... Hello, what happened in Cuba? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well... <laughs> Um, you know, a good example is once I was, I was on a plane and I was watching something and Oprah came on and I said to myself, I was like, you know what? I would love to meet 
Oprah. I would love to work with OWN, the Oprah Winfrey Network one day. Like, that would be amazing. I landed on this from this flight like six hours later in my inbox was, was an invitation from OWN uh, TV to come and experience uh, Super Soul Conversations. Boom. And I got to meet Oprah. Boom. Like, I literally, blah, I'm, blah, you know, blah. I really genuinely believe in it. Every time that I've ever put something out there, it's always, it's, it always happens. Especially when I'm really centered in my passions mm -hmm. and my goals for myself. And I've really kind of identified, you know, what is it that I want to do? And when I speak confidently about those things, it happens. So manifesting is a key. I definitely recommend. Um, wait, but what was I going to tell you guys about manifesting? Wait, so wait, wait. with you doing all this manifesting. Out dating. Though, not just dating, but mm -hmm. even you be traveling, you've been to like what? You've listed like six, seven, eight places, right? Yes. In doing all this, how do you have time for all the things? And is there ever a moment where you feel like being all over the globe is too difficult to have a relationship, too difficult to have roots, like real roots, mm -hmm. and build a home and build a nest, or just just too difficult to get all the things done, to just, yeah. to just function? Mm -hmm. Is there ever time like that? So I think... Because I've, as, as I've grown up traveling, one of the skill sets I feel as though I've really mastered is, is a, a being adaptable mm. to different circumstances, different places, different situations. You know, if I land somewhere and the language is totally foreign and I, don't, I can't really communicate very well, I don't get thrown off my... Um, like, I don't get thrown off by it. I can, I can still navigate. I can still figure out what I'm going to do. Um, and so I feel like... With all my travels, um, I've I've kind of learned to make my home and my roots internal. Mm. Like it's something that I can take with me. Um, I don't rely on walking into the same house. And I do understand building a significance in a space and being like, you know, this is my space. This is where I practice my meditation or my this or my that. But if I am so passionate about my travels, then I had to figure out a way that I can make my travels... Um, I could balance them so that I could still still feel whole and feel good and make progress um, and be successful in all my goals while on the move. Um, relationships are difficult, but I'm not going to attribute that to my lifestyle. Um, I don't think it helps 100% because obviously it's difficult if somebody meets you at a, a, at a cute cafe and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll be back in five weeks and then let's get a coffee. You know, a lot of people aren't going to want to wait five weeks to then just be able to hang out again. Um, and even when you are in a relationship, it's quite difficult to ask someone to understand that you're going to be gone every other week. And I do understand that, but I also... This is the lifestyle I decided is for me. This yeah, is what I built. This is my vision. Yes. And and when I, what I what I do continuously, and I recommend everybody does that is you have to listen to your body and you have to listen to your self, like you know that the little intuition. internal voice. Yeah, intuition is is a major thing for me. It's something that I feel like I just am, am getting stronger and stronger at listening and understanding my intuition. Um, but always balancing things. Balancing yourself, centering yourself and saying, okay, I've been on the road for X amount of time. How do I feel? What do I need? Mm. And, and if that is sitting still for a moment, then, you know, I'll do so. If that is um, getting in the gym, getting physically active, then I make time for that. Like, you just start to prioritize what you need in those moments. Um, and the goal in that has to be 
kind of self-love and and foundation, like rebuilding your foundation and, and just making sure that you feel strong and secure and, and you're still moving in the direction of what you believe in and what you wanted for yourself. Um, and so I'm okay with the idea of you, you trying all these things and then stopping one day and being like, okay, you know what? I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm not going to do this. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to recharge. I believe in all of those and all of that. It just comes down to a balance. And I don't think it looks the same for every person. And so there are pressures. I think people have, you know, they look at my lifestyle and they might think on the one hand, somebody is like, oh, that's amazing. I want to do exactly that. Mm -hmm. And then if they realized how exhausting it is on and off lights and things like that, um, it's not as glamorous as you might think it would be but obviously I, I'm very grateful for the places I've been and all the, all the things I've done but it's just the idea that you don't have to do it the way I do it um, as well as if you look at my lifestyle and you're like oh that's crazy how are you going to um, build a family and how are you going to do this and how are you going to do that right, they put that their stuff yeah on they you. put that on there and it's like you know what I've got to do what is right for Renee what feels good, what, what Renee desires. And I do have faith that I'm going to meet somebody and it's going to be special. And I've dated. Like, I've had some really lovely boyfriends. They've been great. We've grown. We've learned. We've <laughs> done all the good things. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. But, um, but what's important is that I'm still, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm working towards what my dream is. And if at this point today, a relationship is not 100% um, a part of that, or it, it didn't, it's not fitting in right now. I don't doubt that I could possibly meet somebody on a flight in six months, or I can meet somebody, you know, local in Los Angeles, or there's somebody in my life now who, In London. There's somebody in London. <laughs> okay. So you're talking about your dreams. So mm-hmm. where do you... What are your dreams? Because I know this is step one for you. Yes. So where do you see... Owned by Femme. Where do you see Renee Danielle? Where do you see her going? What What's next? Where are we going? So I really want to build my brand into um, a, a brand that stands for women, mm-hmm. that helps encourage women mm-hmm. to... Um, explore entrepreneurship and explore travel. Yes, like I wanted to be to be a, to be a brand that helps women feel free and find oh. and find their freedom. Because I think if somebody was to describe me. Um, I imagine, or if I'm to describe myself, like to me, the word freedom comes to mind. Like I feel so free in that life. That makes me so happy. <laughs> oh, it oh makes me gosh. so happy, girl. But it's a journey. It took a journey to get here, and I understand that. Um, and so I know what it feels like to be on the to be on that search. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a continuous thing. Like you know, life throws things at you. You change your mind about things. You have new desires, new mm-hmm. wants. You know, who knows what my my thirties will hold. But if there's something that my 20s has, has helped me achieve, and that was personal freedom. And really saying, like, you know, if you look at my lifestyle, it's not conventional. But I love my life and the people in it. And I love my mission and I love my passion and I love my security in what it is that I want to do. But it took finding out who I was in so many different ways, um, with so many ups and downs and all of that good stuff to get here. And so I'm so looking forward to spending my 30s feeling free and helping other women feel free. Um, And because my passion is to explore the world and travel the world, and that's still something that's very important to me, I would love to continue working in that space and growing in that space. I really enjoy interacting with people and I really enjoy creating content. Uh, You know, if somebody really described what do influencers do, well, we, we create content. Um, it's all different subject matter and all different spaces and different like niche 
um, topics. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I luckily work in kind of a lifestyle space. So it's travel, um, but that's very intentional. Mm -hmm. So if I want to work in travel as an influencer, that means I sit down and I research all the opportunities available. I'm manifesting every day. I'm like, okay, I want to do X, Y, and Z. One of the things I'm working on for next year, if we're going to talk kind of, in, you know, in, in mm -hmm. what's coming up next, mm -hmm. I'm working on a 12-part bucket list series. It's going to be a digital content piece, like a video um, a video series. It'll come out monthly where um, I pick 12 items that are very important um, bucket list items for me. A few of them are. I'm still working on them. It's October, so I've got a couple more months to really iron these out. But a couple of them are. I want to go do Trinidad Carnival. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to do. I want to go kayaking with orcas in British Columbia. Mm -hmm. I want to uh, climb Mount Kilimanjaro. I want to do some really exciting travel opportunities and so I'm manifesting them today so I'm saying I'm going to write this list out and then I'm going to let the universe know that this is what I'm working towards and I'm going to find the person who's going to do video I'm going to pitch to brands and I'm going to look for sponsors who are interested in supporting this um, and the message of this bucket list is just helping other people look at the world in, in terms of exploration mm -hmm. and inspiration mm -hmm. look at all these things that you can accomplish and the and imagine what you will learn in those in that process in realizing that the world is so big to and sometimes that thought alone will help you come out of the bubble of you know the values within your specific community and like that comfort space that you're in um, and just think just try to achieve something that you are passionate about or you have a that you dreamed of but you kind of feel as though you couldn't do so I mm -hmm. hear in you saying this, you are the type of person, the way you operate is, yes, you write it down, you manifest it, mm -hmm. but you also go after it. Yes. So it's very... Relentlessly. Yes. So I'm curious, I think a lot of people will be curious is to, to know how you approach these brands, how you find these specific brands that will help support what you're doing and what that process is like. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, I feel like that's an entire that's an entire podcast <laughs> right. itself. Uh, but I will say there's one. There's a lot of information out there. So one of the things that's really helped me on my personal journey within this kind of influencer social media marketing space is that I have a background in public relations and in broadcast journalism. So I've kind of learned both sides of it. Of one, how to develop a story by learning broadcast journalism and and learning like what are some of the important things. So as I'm creating content, I'm telling a story through it. Like, that's content that people relate to is, is when you tell them a story or a narrative or something that, that, they, that you've experienced that they can absorb, mm -hmm. that can either inspire them or inform them or can make them laugh, but something that they can connect to. And then I've, uh, with a, a background in public relations, I've learned basically how to approach brands. Like, how do I even find the contact for who, who, who am I talking to? If I'm looking to talk to Chase Bank, hello, Chase Bank, if you're here. <laughs> if you hear this, you know, one of the, you know, that would be someone I would love to work with, Chase Bank. They're a bank that I've been banking with since um, for the last 12 years. Come on, pitch it, pitch it. Hello, hello there. So I've been working <laughs> with them for 12 years. I, um, I love their services. I love um, the travel card that they have. I think it's great. That would be a great sponsor for this 12-part bucket list. Mm -hmm. um, and so how I would go about it is looking for their public relations department uh, via Google, so looking up Chase Public Relations Department, um, find the contact there. Or I would go look for if they have a boutique firm or a PR firm that represents them. 
I would look for that, um, that firm and I would try to find their contact and I would just send them my information. Um, and what information do you send? Well, you need to have a bio, Mm -hmm. you need to have, um, a media card that basically has your stats for your social media. So if you've got an Instagram, if you've got a YouTube, if you've got a Facebook, if you've got, um, a podcast with certain amount of listeners, if you've got, um, a website or a blog that has certain amount of visitors a month, you can put all that information into a document with a few different photos of you that show some, some different styles. Like for me, I would show... I would put a photo that shows some travel. So maybe it's me um, paddleboarding somewhere or maybe it's me hiking somewhere or something like that. Maybe Paris with Eiffel Tower in the background. Something that inspires uh, travel, wanderlust. And then one of the photos might be beauty related um, and another photo might be fashion related. Mm -hmm. And that would kind of give brands an idea of, you know, what kind of content does Own by Femme. What do you offer? Yes, what do they have? Um, and then I would have contact information so that brands can get back to me. And I would have a little bio on there that just says, you know, this is Renee, this is what I'm about. Um, this is a little bit about my background, maybe five sentences, that simple. But that little document helps brands understand who you are, what you're about as quickly as possible. Um, and then in the pitch itself, I would let them know, like, you know, in the first paragraph, it's, hello, this is me. This is, you know, I'm contacting you because of X, Y, and Z. The next paragraph is, you know, this is what I'm creating and why I think you'd be, it would be great to have you be a part of it. And then you attach your contact, you know, your media card. That's the basic idea. Right. Obviously, it adapts a little bit for whoever they are and... Um, if you're ever looking to work with brands and maybe you're more of a micro-influencer and you've just started out, I do recommend you guys just start posting and tagging these brands naturally. Like if you're wearing Nike shoes, tag them. If you're wearing, and if you're a big fan of, um, I don't know, Shea Moisture mm-hmm. and you're already using their products and you would love to work with them, well, when you've styled your hair with them, share them on your stories, share them in a post, um, and then eventually, if you want to pitch them for something, send them the links to these pieces of content that you've shared and say, you know, hey, guys, I'm a big fan, you know, really love and enjoy your product line. And, you know, here, just to let you know, like, here's some um, things that I've shared with my community online. Please let me know if you guys have any opportunities coming up. Please let me know if you'd be interested in working together or doing more. Or, you know, create something like a project that you're inspired by. Like, So for me, my... Bucket list project. It's a project. I can't wait for that. <laughs> That's me just saying, like, I want to travel the world. But what am I doing? You know, what? How can I turn this passion and this interest of me wanting to travel into a project? Well, I'm saying, okay, I'm going to share exactly how I do it with my audience so that if anybody wants to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, here's some inspiration and here's some information on how to do it. To do it. If anyone wants to do Trinidad Carnival, where here's what it looks like. Or for anybody who's literally like, oh, I want to do something, but I don't know what. Here's 12 items that I'm going to do that maybe can inspire you and, and, and you might want to do one of them too. Um, or even just literally just to give those ideas, Mm -hmm. that is a service. Mm -hmm. That is something that you are giving to people. Um, And that's something that you can take pride in, and that's something I take pride in. Like, it's not that I'm just traveling. It's viable work. It's viable work. It is. It's not that I'm just traveling. You know how many messages I get of, you know, what hotel did you go, did you stay at, or what restaurant, you know, do you like, or how do you get cheap flights, or how do you do this? I share all that information, and I'm very grateful to my community uh, followers and my audience who is who are continuous supporters of mine, um, who help me or have helped me build my brand because they uh, like participate in my brand and they absorb the, the stuff that I'm sharing um, and they celebrate my brand and the work that I've done. But I, I'm, I'm going to 
be the uh, you have to be the kind of person who takes pride in the work that you do and believes in the purpose behind your work. And so I'm demanding, I'm saying if I'm working this hard to create all this content and then I know that any brands that work with me um need to respect my work mm-hmm. and they need to they need to understand and value my work mm-hmm. and have and understand my worth so that they can come in and they say, you know what, I believe in what Renee's doing and we as a brand would love to support her and we are happy to sponsor it, to make it something that she can create that can be bigger and better than ever. Like you have to look at your work and say it deserves to be sponsored, it deserves to make money, it deserves to be paid for because it is a beautiful body of work. It is my art. You have to look at what you're doing and what you're creating as a piece believe of art. In it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got to believe in you have to treat it, treat it like a job. Don't just look at what you're doing and be like, oh, this is vanity and this is just this or this is just about me. It could be if you if you don't have a purpose behind what you're doing or you don't really authentically, genuinely believe in what it is that you're doing. But if you have a vision for something, whether it's a product line, whether it is a blog and a website or, or whether it's um, clothing or items or something, if you believe in what it is that you're creating, then you can demand that you get paid for your time, for your worth, for your energy, for your effort, for your ideas. All that stuff is worth money, and don't downplay it at all. So I just two more questions, because I know it's getting more questions. Well, really, it's one, the last thing is quickfire questions, so you can't think. You just have to answer. Tell me more. But before that, in working with brands, Mm -hmm. because this is something that I hear a lot of people struggle with, how do you know when you're working with the right brand and how do you not turn into just a sellout for the money? Yeah, no, that's huge, especially now. Like I always tell people when I started in this industry, it's nothing like what it is today um, because influencer wasn't really a concept. Mm. You had people on YouTube, you had blogs, but people weren't really, brands didn't create an advertising budget that, you know, was under the category of social media influencers, social media marketing. That wasn't really a concept. So you were pitching brands like, hey, I'd love to work with your hotel. I'm going to be doing a travel guide for this location and this destination. Would you be interested in sponsoring a couple nights stay? They're thinking, why and who are you? And like, you know, if you're not Travel and Leisure magazine or Condé Nast Traveler or something, why am I sponsoring anything for you um versus today now brands understand that there is a lot of marketing marketing opportunities there and they understand the impact um and so for you to decide what brands you're going to work with i take a couple various things into consideration but two of them being one is this a brand that i actually would use Mm -hmm. like as somebody who um i don't eat meat so i'm not going to necessarily be cooking McDonald's. up a steak and things like that. <laughs> right. McDonald's, the only thing I would consider with McDonald's is they have like a cancer research mm-hmm. and they do a lot of kind of nonprofit work. But even then, like McDonald's itself isn't necessarily a brand that I, um, it's not in line. you know, it's not in line. Um, there's so many different things that you have to draw the line on, but you just have to be clear with for yourself, you know, and that, but I think that one sometimes is a little easier because you know, you know, black and white, like what, what do I believe in? What don't I believe in? Um, and then as far as financially demanding what you think you're worth in terms of working with brands, you know, there's brands that I work with, um, monetary, uh, to monetize something. And there's brands that I do not work with for a rate or a fee because I believe in what they're working on or the project or the message of that particular campaign. 
Um, but that decision is something that's up to me, not another brand to dictate. So you have to know, like, okay, I can pass up on this op opportunity because I know that I am worth more mm -hmm. and that I can demand more. And so, and the more you start doing that, guess what? That next opportunity that comes to you, they're gonna, they are going to match what it is that you believe that you deserve financially, what they're going to come with a purpose and, like, a project that's something that you, that is in line with what you're doing. Another great way to make sure that the brands that you're working with are ones that um, are in line with what you're doing, pitch them yourself. Pitching, pitching is obviously a more difficult than a brand coming to you directly, but there's you get on their radar, and then now when they do have projects coming up, they're going to come back to you and be like, oh, you know, they were using our products already, or I really liked their work. Um, you just have to get on there. Like, how many influencers exist? How many platforms are there? If you don't get and um, if you don't get on their radar for all these different brands that you want to work with, then how will they know? How will they find you all the time? It's uh, that's going to be your opportunity to kind of get a little bit closer to working in the spaces and places that you really, really want to, and they're really important to you. Um, I also understand in our space there are times where you're going to be doing something that doesn't feel that impactful. You know, it feels maybe a little trivial. Maybe you're promoting a new launch of, of a lip a lip color for something. Or, you know, if it's a brand that you love using, like, yeah, but it's still the idea of like, okay, I'm just, you know, I'm just promoting a product. But perspective is key. You don't have to just be promoting a product. You take that money or you take that and that is what is funding you to then go create the things that you really truly believe in the things that are going to be more impactful the projects that are yours that you own um you know so not to call it a means to an end but in a way that's that's part of what it is some of the projects you do may not be as big as you think they as big as you might want them to be but as long as you're not doing something that's completely, you know, wrong or something that you just do not believe in, then, okay, just take that opportunity, but take that money and apply it towards the things that you do, you know, your passion projects. Let that be the one that pays your rent and then you <laughs> gives you the time. Mm -hmm. No, legit, that's what no, it comes down legit. to. That's legit. Um, you just, you have to find the balance for you. So you have to be honest with yourself and, and understand that. But don't necessarily, like when people say sell out, I feel like oftentimes that's them saying, well, what will somebody else think of me if I do this? Right. Like you just have to do what's right for you right don't think that everybody is that i don't know that angelic <laughs> <laughs> about all their endeavors like you just understand what you're working towards and if that is going to be the funding that helps you pay your rent that keeps your lights on that keeps food on your table so you can write the book get that is going to change k debt get you out of 15k <laughs> debt so you can write the book that you think is going to influence the next person to come out of their depression or that's going to save the next person from failing at their you know entrepreneurial efforts or the next person from whatever it is that you are passionate about and that you're creating that is becoming a service and helping somebody else, then that's what you do. So you just have to understand your passion. And like I said, when you have a clear idea of what you're working towards, it's a lot easier for you to say, no, that's not for me. And when you really know how to listen to your intuition, it becomes a lot easier to say, okay, this is perfect for me. This is not for me. Um, and you just, you just keep navigating like that. That's uh, how I do it. Y'all hear this? She dropped. She giving you gems. You That's listen. how you do it, everyone. You better <laughs> All right. So I've kept you long enough and we have to eat. But something mm -hmm. that Shanti and I like to do. I'm so excited for this. It's, it's fine. I'm scared. No, don't be. Tell me more. It's rapid fire questions. Mm -hmm. So you have to choose one or the other. You cannot ask questions. You okay. can't say things like both. 
Okay. Just have to choose, okay? <clears throat> Ready? Mm-hmm. Malcolm or Martin? Martin. Generational wealth or happiness? Happiness. Jay or Nas? Jay. Mac or Sephora? Mac. In the light or in the dark? In the light. Prince or Michael? Ugh. <laughs> Michael. Sweet or savory? Sweet. Marriage or long-term commitment? Long-term commitment. Trader Joe's or Whole Foods? Trader Joe's, baby! <laughs> Beyonce or Rihanna? Beyonce. Family or career? Family. Evolution or creationism? Jesus Christ, Lord Almighty. <laughs> well, it sounds like creationism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ev- evolution. Oh. We're evolving. Nikki or Cardi? Cardi, honey, come on. Missionary or doggy style? Oh, doggy all day. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just mean, um, well, doggy, I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, pro-life or prayer? You can skip Why it. Why is it? That's skip it. Choice. That's Shasi's question. Choice. She's the worst. Love Jones or Jason's lyric? Oh, my God. Love Jones. Oh, me too. Sir or Rumi? <laughs> it's Beyonce Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is it the music artist versus the, the novelist or the poet? Um, Rumi. Uh, make your man a plate or let him get his own. Let that man get up and get his own. <laughs> Nuck if you buck or Annie up. <laughs> Nuck if you buck. <laughs> um, 9-11, inside job or terrorist attack? Uh, in, I hate to be the conspiracy theorist, but there's some inside job moments going on there. Biggie or Pac? Pac. The philosophy of Killmonger or the Black Panther? Black Panther. Money and dicks or Ooh, love and wow. light? Oh my gosh. Well, here we are. Okay. That escalated. Woo! <laughs> love and light. All right, everyone. Renee, I have to thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You have no idea. This was inspiring for me. You have no idea what you mean to me. I really don't think you know. I value your time, and I thank you for joining us. And uh, that's it. Would you like any last words? I love you guys. (laughs) Stay traveling. Stay traveling. Stay living. Stay celebrating life and all the people in it. And just believe in you and what you're doing and manifest your dreams. Amen. With that, we out. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. The time is right. I'm gonna pack my bag. This is Lily Conrad at Lily underscore Conrad. 
I'm so excited to celebrate Renee's 30th with her here in Mexico. She celebrated my 30th with me, so this was really special to see all of the women that she really loves and values brought together to celebrate her for a week long of sisterhood and friendship. I have learned to love travel even more because of Renee, especially spontaneous travel. Because Renee likes to travel spontaneously, just got to be ready at the drop of a dime, book a ticket, go where you need to go, and just know that everything will be taken care of, and that's something that I truly admire in her. Love you, Renee. Hello, I'm Jessica Franklin, also known as at HeyGorgeous on Instagram, Um, and I'm also here on this trip with these wonderful ladies, and I second what Lauren said. Um, The first time I really traveled with Renee was to Jamaica, and I asked her literally two weeks, or maybe even a week before my trip to Jamaica, I was like, you know, we only met twice, (laughs) but we clicked. We really had great, you know, chemistry. I was like, do you want to come on this trip with me? She was down for it. And she booked her flight probably two days before the trip. (laughs) Um, And that has always remained her being last minute and spontaneous. But that's what we love about her. She's always down for whatever um, and always for a good time. I've had so much fun with her. And she has expanded my horizons when it comes to travel and helped me beat a lot of my fears. And she really um, encourages so many people to travel, especially women, to really just be independent, fierce, um, confident, and we all really love that about her. I love that about her, and I'm happy that she's able to share that with the world. Hey, guys. I'm the Londoner of the group, Amy Snow. That's A-M-I-E, Snow. That's my Instagram. Um, and I am also one of Renee's friends. We met about, I want to say three years ago, I think, and um, I guess it was just I want to say love at first sight. Um, I met her and Naomi at at a hair event because I'm also a fellow curly girl. And ever since then, they've just all been, um, they've both been just radiant souls within my life. Um, I ended up teaching them how to skate briefly. And then we just kind of explored London and just had great times together. But um, Renee specifically, she's just the way... I've seen her bloom into the most beautiful, ambitious, successful young black woman. It's just, it's just crazy. Like the growth is, has been exponential and she inspires me every single day without a doubt. And um, just like Jess, you know, she's kind of opened up my world a little bit more um, <clears throat> and just kind of like made me believe in myself and made me love myself even more just to see her confidence shine and radiate onto others. Um, um, She actually, she has such a giving and caring soul. She really wants to um, help her fellow sisters along her way, the way. And um, yeah, we went to Ethiopia. She showed me a great deal. She actually helped with that trip as well. And you know, like no one actually had to do that. So, you know, that was money I didn't have. And she wanted to show me that side of the world, like, like, you know, my first ever trip to Africa, Africa. So um, I love you, Renee. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you for inspiring so many people in this world. And um, I look forward to seeing you bloom even more. Love you. Ciao. This is Danny Washington. You can find me on IG at Danny Washington, D-A-N-N-I. Um, I met Renee back in 2016, about two years ago, and um, a mutual friend of ours tagged 
me in one of her posts of her bucket list for the year. And one of the items on that list was to go swim with whale sharks. Now, I'm a marine biologist by education, and swimming with whale sharks is one of the things that I love to do. And so we ended up linking on Instagram and uh, met for the first time in New Orleans. And then we linked up and traveled to Mexico to go and do this big excursion. And, And it was so cool just to know somebody who was willing to jump on a plane and go on an adventure like that. It's uh, liberating and, and just, just, just to be spontaneous, you know? I think we need more of that in our lives. And so over the last two years, Renee has been that for me. She's shown me how to be more free in myself, to love myself more, to embrace femininity and shine, you know, not to be afraid to shine and laugh and have a good time. And it's infectious. I mean, the whole world, wherever we go, people are always looking and watching and and joining the fun. And I just really appreciate uh, Renee's um, just, just, joy and and generosity she's been such a wonderful friend and sister to me and I hope that it lasts a lifetime um and again when you travel with somebody it's always you just get to know them so well so quickly you feel like you've known them forever and that's exactly how it feels with Renee so Nene I love you thank you for everything hi everyone so my name is Naomi and I am the one friend of Renee's that has no social media I am that nerd that lives underneath a rock and still reads books and all that good stuff (laughs) uh how I met Renee so our mums actually were friends first all the way back when she was eight and I was nine or she was nine and I was ten and she's one of my longest friends and I love her to death and what I love about her more than anything is her free spirit and her openness and willingness to do absolutely anything. We actually went on our very first backpacking trip together um, in Thailand and we spent a month just living off the land and having an amazing time, having all the adventures and shenanigans and and it was from there I think she really, we both actually really discovered our love of travel. She just took it to the next level, though, because she now gets paid to see the world and inspire everybody else to see it as well and in the way that she sees it, and that's what makes her so special. I personally love Renee because she gives me so much joy and laughter and happiness and light, and every time we're together, it's a scream. I have so much fun with this girl. We can literally be in a room with nothing and have the best time together and that is something that you don't find very often she is a rare gem and I love it to bits and I'm so happy that she brought um, all of us girls together because we have had a fabulous time on her 30th birthday trip and I'm so happy and proud that she is the woman the successful boss woman that she is today and I just hope that she grows and I think that's it.